Graveyards, cemeteries, wherever you lay your dead to rest, all seemingly have an aura of strangeness to them. Welcome back to the swamp, my friends. It's good to see you made it back for another episode. Today, I'm going to be sharing some creepy and allegedly true graveyard and cemetery horror stories sent in by viewers just like you. As always, if you have a story that you would like to share in a future video, be sure to submit it at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I'd love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. Now, let's get into these stories that'll freak you out tonight. So I live in a city, and one night I was with a girl. We are both middle-aged in our late 30s or early 40s at the time. I am now 48 years old. One night, her and I decided to go to a cemetery as lovers do. We have been to this cemetery a couple of times previously, always at nighttime though. This cemetery is rather big and has two halves. Well, this night I decided to pull into the half we never went into together. I have been to this half plenty of times. I used to carry my flat bottom boat to the pond that butts up to the cemetery to fish. So, this night we pulled in and exit the car. The weather was rather nice. It was a nice summer night, good conditions, stars and full bloom. We are standing at the hood of the car. We had not been out there for more than five minutes if I had to guess. Now, it is pitch dark outside and there is no noise at all. No bugs no cars in the distance. It was total silence. Just her and I. It was the only sound that we could discern. As we were standing there, I was getting ready to embrace her, and out of nowhere, we hear this deep growl. Now, I know how a dog's growl sounds, and this definitely was not a dog or a coyote. There is not much wildlife in this part of the city anyhow. This growl was in my face. It was not below my belt as if it were a dog or something. I stand six feet tall and this growl was face level and it penetrated through my chest. It was very vocal and strong. It was like a warning. I felt the growl go through my upper body. Without hesitation, we both immediately jumped in the car and yes, I immediately hit the car lights as I was jumping in. I had to see what it was because I just knew it was not anything of normalcy. When the lights were on, there was absolutely nothing there, just an empty cemetery. I could not believe what I was looking at. Something was literally eye level with me and gave me a warning of some sort, and then it just disappeared. It happened so fast, and how could it just be gone like that? Once in the car, I asked her what she thought about it. She said that she did not know, but that growl went through my entire body and that she wanted to leave. Since that experience, I have not gone back in there, not even to fish. To this day, I still wonder what the hell that was. I don't think it was any sort of wildlife. Well, I hope this is a good story and makes your list. Either way, I will never forget this night. I have had a couple of strange things happen to me in my lifetime. I have lived in both New Zealand and Australia, and I have had some weird experiences for both. 
but I want to talk about the two I experienced growing up. As I am 19 now and they have stuck with me ever since I can remember. The first story is the first paranormal thing I can remember happening to me. There have been a few now. I grew up in a rural area of New Zealand in the South Island. I was around 5 years old at the time this story happened. It was sometime around 7.30 at night and I was playing with my dolls. As I sat there playing, I began to get that cold and uneasy feeling that often settles over you when you are being watched. Being a small child, I did not know exactly what to do, so I froze. My hands clenched around the dolls tightly. It felt like forever as I sat there, waiting for the feeling to dissipate. But it didn't. It continued, until eventually from my closet, I heard the soft voice of a man say, Hello? Hello? I was immediately filled with fear. I muttered a quiet, Hello? Back before I bolted to my parents crying hysterically, telling them what I had heard. They did not take my story too seriously, as I was so small. They chalked it up to a hyperactive imagination, and since it was past my bedtime, they thought maybe I was just sleep deprived. The other story comes from when I was 7 years old. This happened to me and multiple other people but it still left me very jittery. This story happened at my primary school. Now some important background information about my school. It was in a place in New Zealand called Tua Marina and was situated below a cemetery on a hill. The site of which memorializes the event which took place in the area where at least four Maori people were killed in 1843 by British colonizers over a land dispute. That, and it is also a commemorative site for locals killed in the Boer War. It is a delightful spot for a primary school I am aware. I was going into the bathroom during my lunch break when I stumbled across the older sister of one of my friends surrounded by her friends crying hysterically. The girls looked at me and were worried. They thought that I might tell the teacher. I cannot remember why exactly, so they asked me if I would keep a secret. And so the sister began to describe what had happened. She had been playing hide and seek with her friends in the wooded area of my school, the area closest to the cemetery on the hill. She had been hiding when she saw the shadow of a man on one of the trees opposite of her. When she turned to run, it began to whisper her name repeatedly. So she ran and found her friend who was the seeker. And when they went to see it again, the shadow was gone. Many years ago, when I was young and fit, I was out exercising before dawn. Our local cemetery was high on a hill. I would walk up the hill, then jog all around the concrete and gravel roads that wound in and around the graves. I had done this prior mornings and I was not afraid of being in the graveyard pre-daylight. I had family and friends buried there. It was isolated and I felt rather safe. One of the individuals interred there was a little girl named Kay. Kay was only 12 and starting junior high when an impatient idiot behind the wheel of a car killed her. On my frequent runs past Kay's well-kept grave, I often greeted her, wished her well, expressed my sorrow regarding her short, sweet life. On this morning of which I write, I jogged past Kay's grave and called out my greeting. In my head she spoke urgently to me. It's not safe up here this morning. I jogged on, a bit startled, 
Of course, I glanced about, but all was normal. A few minutes later, Case spoke again. There's a man up here. This time I stopped. Suddenly, the dark hilltop seemed fraught with danger. My blood ran cold, and the hair on the back of my neck stood up. I know these things may sound like cliches, but they were no longer cliches in the moment. Still, I saw nothing. No man, no movement. But by now, every nerve in my body was screaming for me to get the hell out of there. I turned and ran. It was no longer a casual morning jog. It was a sprint for my life. I ran past Kay's grave back down the steep hill, caring not that my quadriceps complained. As I fled, I listened for any pursuers, and I heard none, but that did not lessen the overwhelming sense of peril that kept me running harder even after I exited the steep part of my route. The rest of that day, and even the remainder of that week, I listened for news of an escaped convict, a murderous madman, or anything that would explain Kay's urgent warning but there didn't seem to be anything. I had no doubt then, nor do I have any years later, that I was in peril that morning. From whom, I don't know. But 15 years have passed, and I can still recall the crystal clarity those two sentences from a poor child put much too early in her grave gave to me. Maybe this sounds crazy, but this is my story, and I stand by it. So about two or three months ago, I was out and about with my mom, and while driving home, I asked if we could stop by a graveyard. We usually pass this graveyard when driving down one of our usual routes. It probably sounds weird, but to be honest, I just like taking pictures. Aesthetically pleasing pictures to be more exact, and as you probably know, if you find the right headstone and capture it from the right angle, you can get some cool shots. I wanted to get a few pictures just for kicks, and I would be on my merry way. My mom liked to take pictures too, so she came along with me to find some cool things to photograph. Now, I did not actually get anything paranormal in these pictures, but the story is strange all the same. Here's the layout. The story of this graveyard is a bit weird, and the graveyard itself is a bit small. It has got a gate surrounding it, and is in the middle of a suburban neighborhood. Strange placement, I know. I always wonder what the surrounding residents must have seen when they saw this being dug and created. Anyway, the graveyard has a paved road that makes a U-shape and circles back around to the front. We drove down the noticeably short path and started from the back taking the pictures. This graveyard is old. So, of course, I got caught up in capturing the essence of the time-faded gravestones. Some stood up. Some lay in the ground. My personal favorite is the one that used to have a carving of a lamb on top, but is now so old you can barely make out the shape. There are also a few graves that simply say infant or baby on them, and some graves that even date back to World War I. It was such an interesting experience. The whole thing was melancholy. As I approached the front area of the graveyard, I broke off from where my mom was to go look elsewhere. I found a couple of graves that sat in the ground, unkempt and dirty. Then I saw one grave, 
almost completely buried under a layer of dust, dirt, and cut grass. That is when the most intense feeling washed over me. It is hard to describe, but I felt scared in some way. Almost like someone yelled at me for something that I did, and maybe that is what happened. Either way, the feeling I got was not very welcoming at all. Whatever was there wanted me gone, and it wanted me gone then and there. I lingered for a second, feeling confused, but then I made a fast-paced walking effort back to my mom. I was on the verge of tears for literally no reason. I said to her, We need to leave. She of course asked why, and I did not really give her a coherent response until I calmed down. I felt like something did not want me there. It was not like a random thought that I had. I mean, I physically felt fear. My chest tightened up like it does when you get really scared, like when you were having a panic attack. I really don't know why, and trust me, I know exactly how panic attacks feel. I have had many panic attacks in my 14 years of life, and it very much sucks. I felt a little bit dizzy from whatever happened, to be honest, and I did not feel scared or anything anymore. It just felt like someone yelled at me for doing something wrong. At least, that is how I feel when I get yelled at. For anyone who is not as sensitive to anger as I am, it can probably feel a little bit different. This story is probably kind of underwhelming to read, but I have to say I was scared witless for several hours. I guess whoever was buried there wanted those pesky kids off their lawn. No hard feelings, I guess. I get mad whenever someone wakes me up too. Also, a bonus since I always look at the graveyard when driving by, the other day I saw something weird, and I have never seen anything paranormal there before. They have some standard garden hoses around the graveyard for keeping the grass green and nice, and a few colibariums on the side. When I was driving past there, I saw what looked like a transparent pair of legs walking. Once we passed the garden hose and columbariums, it was gone, and that was in about just a second's time. I did think it was just a person that was being partially obscured by the angle of the sun or something, but no matter how hard I looked in time, there's no way a person could have been gone that quickly. I did not see anyone there. I know it has to be a ghost. It wasn't an animal either. It sounds like standard ghost stuff to me, but still, it was creepy and I thought I would like to share it. Okay, so I had a rather creepy encounter a couple of months ago. It is not as intimidating as some of the others, but let me start off by saying I never would have believed in anything paranormal until that very night. Let me give you some backstory. I am a young female who still lives with my parents, and we partake in smoking pot on a daily basis. My mom had just gotten together with her now husband, I will call him Ron for privacy's sake, and we all need a nice safe place to toke without getting messed with. My mom still lived with her parents at the time, and they were fully against smoking. You know, those kinds of people who stay drinking every day and night, but smoking weed is a total abomination. Anywho, my mom and Ron had lived about 30 minutes apart from each other, so they would meet up every night to see each other. Conveniently, there happened to be a huge two-mile cemetery directly across my mom's parents' house, we started visiting the cemetery every night, sometimes extremely late. This cemetery pretty much became a home to us. We even gave it our name and backstory. 
I ended up spending hours and hours roaming the cemetery, playing Pokemon Go, freestyling with my boys and toking. Whether it was my ex who lived across the street from me or my parents, but one night, something changed my whole opinion on the cemetery. Me and my mom had decided to go out to the cemetery, and by we, I mean to get away from all the dudes. We get out of the car, in the back of the cemetery and spark up. We were having a great time joking and taking pictures and walking around. I did not believe in spirits or anything at that time, so I was being ignorant shouting things like, If you even exist, get in the selfie with us. Hey ghost, come step up. Taking pictures all over the place. Once we walked all the way to the pond and sat down, we were almost done smoking. All of a sudden, it got very quiet, and it was cold. There were no cricket sounds, no ducks quacking. Instantly, we heard an ear-piercing scream. It sounded like a little girl coming from behind us. It sounded like it shot all the way across the cemetery. It faded into silence, into nothing. We looked at each other in utter shock with the You heard that too, right? look on our face. We bolted for the car, not even daring to look behind us. We floored it out of there. Let me mention, on the way out a good-sized rock hit the window. I may have been exaggerating, but something in my stomach turned. Not for the good either. I wish I could say that is where it ended. But remember when I said I took those pictures? When we got home, we sat on the sofa, kind of laughing about the ghost until we checked my mom's phone. And what was in our selfie will shock me to this day. It was a figure. Just a head. Floating. One picture is something wearing a hoodie. In the other, there's no hoodie. Just what seems to be like a zoomed-in head with long pointy ears. You would think I would not go back. But apparently that was not enough for me. I went back with my ex on foot about two days after the incident cell phone in hand. We got to the little lamb statue where they bury the children. We started to hug and take pictures, joking around again. He mocked me, saying that I was lying about the incident I had with my mom, so I wanted to prove it to him. He got nervous, like a sudden wave of anxiety, and tried to pull me away from the statue. I finally convinced him to chill out and we were taking selfies up to the point where we heard two claps. We kind of ignored it, brushing it off until we heard it again. We looked at each other, like, oh hell no, and started walking towards the entrance very quickly, which was about a mile away. Just as we turned to leave the statue and took a couple of steps, we heard more clapping. Loud, fast clapping. No breaks in between it at all this time. It appeared to be coming closer and closer as me and my ex were hauling ass out of there. We decided to not look at the photos. I wanted to have nothing to do with whatever I heard that night. Could it have been the same ghost from the picture from before? Could it have been random strangers? Who knows? I still go to that same cemetery every once in a while, not as much anymore since we moved in with Ron. I get uneasy every time I enter that cemetery though. Believe me or not, that was a weird, strange, and downright nightmare-inducing experience.
For the longest time, I was a tombstone caretaker for a cemetery in rural Georgia. It was only a summertime job for 16-year-old me. Nothing too crazy, just cleaning off the grime and built-up dirt from off of the tombstones and stuff. Now, to kind of set the scene a little bit. The cemetery included one building that housed bathrooms for the five caretakers employed by the cemetery, in addition to one small simple mausoleum. Other than that, it was just all flat earth with tombstones littering the entire site. The whole place felt pretty creepy to be honest. It felt pretty cut off, as the surrounding place were some of the densest forests in the entire state of Georgia. Naturally, because of the eerie as hell surroundings, I was always a little bit more paranoid than maybe I should have been. And I watch a buttload of horror movies and such, so that probably gave me a pretty bad vibe as well, but I guess that's honestly the terrible combo for someone working in a cemetery. So one night, I'm doing my rounds when I have to go into the small mausoleum. We had some of the wealthier families in the area and tuned within, and it was my job to go in, make sure all was neat and clean, making sure it met the standards of these uppity folks. I'm walking over to it, and right off the bat I feel like something is off. I could not quite put my finger on it at first, just this general sense that I was not alone. That's about the time I noticed candlelight coming from the small mausoleum. I was also pretty certain that I could hear voices coming from inside too, like younger voices, kids my age at the time. From what I could hear, it sounded like they were giggling, laughing, and it didn't sound particularly wholesome. Now, I had not seen anyone enter or leave the cemetery, but I also was not about to potentially take out a bunch of drunk teenagers on my own, as I definitely would get my ass kicked. So I call the lone security officer on duty. The dude that does a few rounds on the lot. He was an older guy, a retired cop, but he was definitely tough and I knew he'd jump at the chance to help me out. When the ex-cop finally turns up, we both go inside. It was completely empty, which made absolutely no damn sense. I had literally just heard voices and stuff inside. There were indeed lit candles inside, burning around one of the tombs, a tomb that had been opened up to reveal the remains of a child-sized skeleton. Nothing other than that was disturbed though, but that stuff still was pretty creepy, mainly because the open tomb contained a rotten old child's doll, like the knitted kind. It was seriously disturbing to see this old thing smiling away whilst lying hand in hand with an actual skeleton of a kid. Me and the security guard quickly got out of there, doing a lightning quick sweep at the grounds to try to at least get eyes on the sick assholes that desecrated that little girl's final resting place. Neither of us saw a soul, which was more frustrating than it was scary, and after a quarter of an hour, we met back at the mausoleum to set the girl's grave in order by sliding the stone tablet back on top of the tomb. But when we stepped inside... The doll that was previously hand-in-hand hand with the dead girl was sitting on the other side of the mausoleum. Like just sat there, upright, with that same, uneven smile stitched across her face. Whoever was messing with us had actually gone back to move that doll to taunt us. I quit the next day and never went back, 
not even to visit. Thanks for listening to these creepy and allegedly true graveyard and cemetery horror stories. As always, if you enjoyed these stories, please be sure to hit that like button as it helps me out a ton. The more likes this video gets, the more YouTube promotes it in its algorithm, and that's incredibly helpful to me. If you're listening to this on iTunes or another podcast platform, please give this a 5-star rating as that truly helps me over there. It's very, very appreciated. If you're new to the swamp, why not join us? Hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications to never miss a new video, as I upload them almost every single day on all things natural and supernatural. If you guys are on the go and don't have YouTube Premium, but still want to listen to your favorite Swamp Dweller scary stories wherever you go, you can download them absolutely free from iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, and just about everywhere else you find your favorite podcast online. And it's absolutely free and always will be. If you guys would like to support the Swamp outside of hitting that like button, giving us a 5 star rating on iTunes, and perhaps subscribing to our YouTube channel, maybe check out the merch store. I've got t-shirts, hoodies, and much more. I'd love to see you guys wearing them. If you guys have a story that you guys would like to share in a future video, whether it's a cemetery story or something completely different, be sure to submit it at swampdweller.net or the email you can find in the description down below. I'd love to share your story with everyone here in the swamp. It's stories like yours that truly help keep this show going on a daily basis. I'd love to know what story tonight was your favorite in the comments down below. Definitely let me know. I'm always looking for more scary stories. Currently, I'm trying to find scary stories from every single state in the United States, so definitely send those in at swampdweller.net if you have one to share, and I'll see you guys soon with another creepy video. Be sure to catch up with me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and I'll see you guys soon.